0: april 14th 2017 and i have a legal statement to read i'm colin detmar and i
1: am nick cease and this is bottle Grow, a doo doo doo, pad cat pad bad fast so i get one break Nicholas, i get
0: one mess up as well so you, you do Collins. get one mess up um so i didn't really want to talk about this but i've been talking to my legal counsel okay and uh he he really um insisted that i uh make a statement here let me
1: oh that is some good folding okay <clears throat> let me just so take a sip of something while you do this
0: um my cli- you know what i'm i'm going to paraphrase this because there's a bunch of like my client i don't think he wants me to read that i think he wants it to read it like i might, as my myself okay. um so um on the last episode of bottle crow i did claim on air that it was preferable to skill primal spring first on a roaming monkey king and that was unlawful and gross misconduct i apologize to our fans i believe apologize uh, to the the sec
1: the words used in trial were garbage trash
0: uh I apologize to my family for any trouble I may have caused, and I apologize to myself because I really should be better than that. Um,
1: so, Colin, what skill should you yeah. skill first on a roaming Monkey King?
0: Primal Spring is a very good skill, but it's a utility skill.
1: Colin and, Detmar um, from no, My Media.
0: What skill uh-huh. should one level
1: first... On a Roaming Monkey King.
0: Well, you know, Nicholas, I've been doing some thinking about it, and I considered our conversation, and I was tempted to deflect here, but I realized that I'd probably just have to read another statement on air next week, so I should just say that you were right, and it's Jingu Mastery. Max, Jingu Mastery, get Jingu Mastery first. Jingu Mastery is amazing for trading and harassing people out of lane, and it's it's really good. You should get Jingu Mastery, guys. Uh, I was I was just wrong about that. I didn't get any any mail. I didn't get anybody compelling me to do this, <laughs> other than my lawyer.
1: It was just the power Which, of Christ compelled you.
0: That's what I I saw Christian, in the movie. Actually. No, okay. I mean, he might be. I didn't ask. You know, you never know. It's, it's he's he's sort of like he's he's very big on like personal and professional divide. So it didn't really seem appropriate. Ah, I see. But um, yeah, it's uh. Don't do that with a Monkey King. Don't, don't go W first. It's, it's useful to get around. It's useful to, to sort of get into fights, but Jingu is way too good to ignore. It's Hardcore disgusting.
1: support Colin D endorsing Jingu Mastery first.
0: I don't like being, I don't like, like, part of it, honestly, is just that it felt so selfish that it felt wrong like anything like it felt I'm long, such a
1: but it felt so right to do 70 bonus damage with 10% life steal or something.
0: I am such a hardcore support that like <laughs> things that make me strong feel like bad things. Yep. But when I like forced a juggernaut out of lane like four times in a row just with a couple of right clicks, I was like, "Oh, I think in I think I was actually just laughing hysterically in the match. You were on the mic. You, Basically, you know. I I forced at point
1: of whatever hero's weapon I was playing. I'm like Con, you're going Jingermaster. He's like fine, and it was an offline Juggernaut, and you right clicked him four times, and he was down to less than a quarter of his HP. And all I hear is this like maniacal laughter. And I, I take a look was... at what's going on as I'm just sitting there, last hitting free farming because my Monkey King has zoned the offlane successfully. And there's just this like primate rolling on the floor, giggling.
0: I hadn't spent any mana. I was at full health, <laughs> and he was almost—he de- had to leave. He couldn't <laughs> he stand around because he would have died, and I wouldn't have even taken damage. It's insane. <laughs>
1: monkey king balance Uh, win i think it's great i think he's perfect perfect just where he is yeah you and mr sundown like oh he's received five nerfs and uh you know five patches he's really bad he's really trash now
0: he's not bad but he has a lot of significant weaknesses like there there are plenty of heroes who have one really gross thing about them right like oh my god like Bloodseeker, his passive—that's so gross. Zeus is Greek. Nico,
1: (laughs) I was the first hero came to mind. My mind sorts in reverse alphabetical order.
0: Okay, well, I mean, like you could say like like Pa's crits, or you could say like Tiny's grow. These are abilities. Do you have something against rocks? I don't have... it No, what I'm saying is I think these abilities are fine but if you were to take them in a vacuum and just look at the ability you'd be like, this ability is way too powerful. And It's like, well, you have to take it in context of the hero. It's fine. Monkey King's fine. Monkey King is fine.
1: We'll see about that. Do you want to talk about the Kia of Major? Yes. This week in Dota News what we've compiled from browsing the interwebs. Uh, so they've... What is it? Two weeks before, three weeks before the key of major, they have now finally revealed the talent. When is the mm-hmm. key of major? Uh, the key of major is in a week and a half. Oh, good. Good. You say just you know they've got a while. It's good that they announced it so early that every, you know everyone has time to prepare. But uh, mm-hmm. so the talent, the host will be Red Eye. We saw him at DAC. Um, you know, a lot of people liked Machine. I don't actually watch too much of like I haven't at least watched too much of the majors or the events live, but I still do. You know, I'm I'm partial to Red Eye, just because. I think we I think we both do a lot of why. video on demand, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. There's like what is it r slash Dota two vods or Dota vods or something. They mm-hmm. do like an excellent job of it's like cataloging everything, but they only have like a few hundred maybe like a thousand views on the actual youtube videos that they put up it's amazing i don't know
0: if people just watch on twitch or something but well part of the problem for me personally is that a lot of the time when i watch i am watching upstairs with my sister on a smart tv yeah that is unable to make use of that
1: mm. that's true because
0: i can't use a browser on there and if you search for these matches i mean it's hard to find a vod let alone their vods mostly what you get is these fucking 10 and 15 minute highlight videos, which are the bane of my life. I mean, those are sometimes good, but like, to be honest, I
1: really don't care about highlight videos that much. Like if it's a really good game, like I heard, what was it in DAC, the EGU wings game, like the lower bracket, Mm. like first game. I heard that game was amazing. So I went and I watched the entire thing because like, I heard it was great and to really appreciate it. I wanted to see like the whole freaking game, but like, it's hard to find VODs. It's seriously mm-hmm. hard to find VODs for most things.
0: So I do want to give you your uh, your host emeritus Emily update. Oh. Is that we were watching that particular match. And she declared that she really liked the wings draft. And the game was going on. And she declared, Colin, wings are going to lose, aren't they? And another <laughs> like five minutes passed. And she said, if wings lose, I hate Dota. <clears throat> and then she just started chanting, I hate Dota for a while. This is classic Emily. Classic. This is this is what she does.
1: Emily (laughs) it. She decides she wants a team.
0: She decides she (laughs) likes a team that she knows is going to lose. Probably because she knows it's going to lose, and then decides that the fact that they're going to lose means that she hates the game and she loves the game, but she hates the game. I mean, it's probably her fault that they lost. Let's be honest. I hadn't thought about it like
1: that. Yeah, that's what I'm here for—expanding your horizons. Anyways, the Kiev Major. Never trust an Angels fan. Kev Major, we've got Red Eye returning. And then really quickly I'll just run through the rest. Uh got some pro players in here as well as the normal analysts. You got 1437, thirty seven, two thousand, capitalist, Conrad, Fogged Gods, LD, Merlini, Odie Pixel Purge, Shiver, Slack, Cinderin, Toby One Jack, Weppus, and Skurf. I don't quite know who Skurf is, but it sounds
0: good. Yeah. Uh, um so first off, um I, I think Weppos and Skurf are both um observers. Oh yeah, I do know those. Okay. Um and uh, oh Thank you no! I was going to say they don't have the best observer, but I, embarrassingly, I can't remember his name right now, so I can't really. It, there is. You probably know who everybody knows who the best uh, observer is. The best. What's his... It's on the
1: tip of my tongue. I thought
0: the script well, was good. Well, we'll come good, back to though, that. I think. I I, they're, they're not bad. I, like I. To, to be, be honest, I think, think of...
1: it, it's like sad how little credit observers get. Like absolutely,
0: it's I such remember, a hard job.
1: I think PGL put their names up during, the. Uh, what major do they run? Was it the last um, one they? Yeah, it they did. The, okay, was mm-hmm. whatever the heck the last major was. I, I'm on a Dota 2 podcast. <laughs> whatever the last one, I think they put up like the name at the beginning, but they get a they get a tiny tiny amount of recognition
0: if anything. So good for them. Uh, so I was thinking of Pimpmuckle. Muckle. the yeah, greatest a, observer. Yeah. Um, but observing, like I have. Tried to do commentary on matches before, and frankly, I mean, like, commentary isn't easy, observing is so much harder. Mm-hmm. Observing is so, so hard. Oh, um, and it's, I, I, except for times when it's like a tiny stream and the commentators are also doing the observing, anytime there is a dedicated observer, I'm always impressed with their work. It's like, just I'm a, not here to like, be like,
1: you do like, not notice it until like you actually mm-hmm. think about it like when i like until i started um i can't remember why i was doing some sort of like streaming of a game or like commentating on a game and i I was doing the observing first off like actually figuring out the controls that's like a beast in itself but like the action of analyzing three different lanes at once like holy shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like harder than being a captain it's like you know you have to be aware of the map as a dota player but you have to like be aware of the map and decide what's the most interesting or important at any given Mm -hmm. time continuously for 30 to 120 minutes (laughs) it's it's incredible and like yeah
0: literally no dedicated observer have i do i think is bad at their job they're like everyone that i've seen is good and the only time the camera work i've seen and, and been unhappy with is when it is a commentator also trying to observe at the same time because that's fucking hard. I remember there was maybe it was during DAC or something that people like
1: complained about an observer missing a kill or like how terrible observers were. I was amazed how like quickly, maybe I shouldn't have been amazed how quickly people were, like jumped on the hate bandwagon for observers. Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those yeah. jobs where you don't notice until they screw up and then like oh boy they screwed up. Yeah.
0: So. Speaking of don't notice them until they're gone, right? I'm looking at this list of key of major English broadcast talent. And I am noticing an absence that I'm going to miss a lot. His name is William Blitz Lee. Yeah, well we knew he wasn't I... going to be here. We did. Did
1: yeah. I miss it? He he's retired from a lot of this stuff. What? You didn't see
0: wasn't it wasn't after TI. It, you're probably right, but like I've—I mean, he was—he was doing commentaries recently. I'm pretty sure he did some stuff for for DAC. I Are mean, you I think sure? Maybe I'm high. Um, maybe I'm right. probably high. He's—I oh, miss high. I, on I, I like Blitz so much because he used to be I with like...
1: Capitalist along. Like he—it was the duo. Yeah. And right around, mm-hmm. I think it was the end of TI, he put out like a blog post about you know his backstory and how he's been with Cap for a while, and it was great. But he's like retiring from.
0: Like in front of the camera rolls. He's a coach right now, isn't he? Um, yeah, but I mean, like you know how this—you know how this stuff that's goes. That's true. It doesn't right? necessarily mean. Anything. I mean, like the other part of it is maybe I did see that and I said like, oh okay, he'll You're be in back denial. in two months. You know? Um, no, just like I mean, these people don't stay retired. Yeah. If if it's a job that you can keep doing, like you know, a pro player who retires, maybe they stay retired because it's too hard for them to get back into it. Mm-hmm but blitz could step in front of a mic and commentate a game right now and he'd be great at it so like from Wikipedia,
1: after the international ti6 concluded blitz announced in a blog post that he intended to take a break from casting to pursue a full-time coaching or management role on august 25th he was announced to be the new coach for dc which we'll get to later drama but two months later he joined moonduck tv as a part-time caster
0: Okay, so I have
1: heard him since. Okay. Yeah, but he is a, I'm not the crazy. coach. He was the coach for DC. Yeah,
0: yeah, After I remember that. Did. Um I don't know. I think I think probably he can't stay away and like not like I'm doubting his willpower, but it's like I mean, how could you stay away from that if you love this game and you're good at this and it's a thing that you're not going to lose the edge for, right? It's not like like you, you lose the nerves in your wrists so you can't make fast commentary anymore. You can keep doing commentary for a long time, and he seems to love it, and he's amazing at it, and I miss him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, Blitz
1: was great. But, I mean, maybe I mean people want to do
0: different things. Sure, sure. I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just, like, personally, very selfishly, I see this commentary (laughs) list, and (laughs) I I go, oh, I miss Blitz. But I'm getting Owie. I'm getting Theban. 1437. I'm excited. That's pretty hype that's that's theban yes oh 1437 theban Theban. 1437 A.K.
1: rose yes A rose by any other name as apparently that was actually the name of our last episode (laughs) i literally did not get the name of that until just now wow (laughs) i was like why why was why was the title of that i don't know maybe i made a stupid shakespeare reference during it okay
0: no, I was. That was. Super that's clever. pretty clever.
1: That's Thank literally you. too clever for your co-host.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Crow Reborn Masterpiece <laughs> Podcast about
1: Dota. There's my fix of my screw.
0: Oh boy. Okay. And I'm well, Nixies. <laughs> um. So I'm glad to see more Cinderin. I miss Cinderin. Um. I feel like we haven't seen him commentate in a while because he's been working with you know an IP and stuff. Yeah. Um. And otherwise, I mean, like you know. I it's not like I'm not happy to see like, you know, gods or already pixel or purge or shiver, but they were kind of not in doubt for me. They're uh they're people that show up at these majors, you know? Yeah. So and, you know, get Mr. Purge and all. Sure, sure, Merlini, all these yeah, you know, I, purge. Slacks. Glad to see them That's too.
1: But, PGL, you, you know, have... they seem to know what they're doing, so I'm sure mm-hmm. Slacks will be producing literal bullshit and you know, we'll see some some fun things.
0: Sure, sure. Sure, sure. So you also put the uh the format on here. What did you have to say about that? I'm
1: I'm not quite sure what I have to say about it. It's just that they actually like, announced what it is. So we got the group stages, mm-hmm. it's two days. Yeah, it's at the end of April, April 24th. Um so you know, all teams will be in a single group. You got four rounds of matches per group, uh, and all matches are best of three. Uh opponents will have the same one loss record, teams will never play an opponent twice. This is pretty standard, right? Nothing mm-hmm. here. It is single elimination, which we did already know, basically, just because the main event was three days long. I
0: think so. You get sing- yeah, and I think yeah. I think they announced that all the majors were going to be single elimination. Did they? I thought it was just th- based on the schedule. We could we had, like yeah. It, it's almost. It might have been. Uh, it might have been a thing that people just determined from that. But like, it seems like what they're going for is they want the majors to be single elimination to be faster, and also because they want TI to be the big thing, and they want like, they want there to be a clear difference in multiple yeah. ways, including making it double. And
1: I'm personally, I'm fine with that. But then again, I don't actually watch a lot, like the entire majors, so. You know, or really and I'm not a player. Or really who wins
0: care. or whether they earn it. Yeah, you
1: know? I'm just enjoying watching Dota. thought I mean, I like EG and people. I guess I don't. I don't quite know. But what I thought might be interesting, maybe I'm wrong. All games are Bo3s except for the grand finals, which is Bo5. So there are. It is no surprising that they're not Dota the ones. best of ones. Yeah, for, yeah. Like, I mean, we got those two <laughs> crazy EG versus Wings games, you know, and. Uh, DAC and then what we call it? TI, right? TI. Mm-hmm. That was the last time we said, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the interesting thing. That's why I put it in here.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean that is that sort of goes along with not having a double elimination because that's yeah. the best of ones are usually the people who start off in the lower bracket and are you know on the verge of elimination already. So. Yeah. But so
1: it'll be exciting to see what happens at at Kiev given the shakeup, you know like continuous shake up in the pro scene but we got a little bit more yeah. recently i think it was just today or yesterday they announced what the heck is happening with dc though mm-hmm. i guess we don't really quite know the details but we knew i think we announced last time suns fan was out of dc and dc is also out of dc so mm-hmm. <laughs> basically the team that used to be digital chaos is now called thunderbird and they're independent. They don't have a sponsor. And Eternal Envy is their coach? <laughs> Question mm-hmm. mark? But the DC name is still around, and it's
0: Team Onyx. Yep. What,
1: what is happening, Colin?
0: <laughs> I mean, I think probably what's happening is DC has been a powerhouse for long enough that they said, why should we be paying X percent of whatever to the D- to the digital chaos organization, we can support this ship by ourselves, and they struck out on their own.
1: I, I, I guess, but I mean, it's good to have an organization. Well, the uninformed man, it's good to have an organization behind you because they like, you know, we talked about it. They pay for stuff and they like help out with visas and crap. But
0: sure. I mean, and I'm, you know, I imagine like I, I imagine they'll hire people. You know, like yeah, it's you know. We, I'm not you know, I don't
1: think we'll know for a while, you know, unless there's yeah. drama and we get a blog post about it about their
0: 10% or whatever, but we'll see. I feel like when a roster uh without changing goes independent from being with an organization, that feels like there's there's like un- unless there's some like drama with the like management and organization, which I feel like is actually pretty rare, um then it's probably just a money thing and like I I want to be clear, there is a tendency to demonize that, and that's not what I'm doing at all. If you guys are like, I think we can make more money and, and make a goal of this on our own, fucking rock on. Good for you, take the initiative, good luck. You guys are great players, I like watching you, and if you want to have the reins, much respect to that.
1: I guess I've never, well, I've never really seen much of the, like, maybe I have seen hate against... Like people doing things for money reasons, they like, "Oh, I don't want to, you know, have to t- have a cut taken from my paycheck for X or Y." But yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: I mean, you know, I I don't know market. if I've seen it as much for for pro Dota two players, but like, you know, I hey Nick, I'm a writer. <laughs> Guess what people think when writers want to get paid for doing their jobs?
1: <laughs> but Colin, they're real Colin, shitty about you're gonna it. get exposure. Okay, you don't understand.
0: And then people trigger. get bitchy when pe- they yeah. want the exposure they were promised. Ah, I, hmm, yeah. There's a tangent that I really shouldn't <laughs> go into, but there was people being real shitty to a writer who was being denied the exposure they were promised. That was their only payment, and they were being denied it. And people were like, "The fuck is your problem?" I was like, "You guys are shitheads." <laughs> um, I mean, anyway. the, the,
1: the thing about the Dota environment, I may be about to make it completely uninformed, ignorant like comment but in terms of esports it seems like one of the more free markets like you have riot games are like i don't even know what the proper economic term would be for like how they run their esports like organization basically like their market because they have the league system but also Mm -hmm. every player gets a salary from riot i think or, like, mm-hmm. through their team, they correct. get a salary. But how things actually work is really weird. And, like, you know, there was drama about, like, their contracts, about if they could stream other video games and, like, stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have the league system, and there's certainly pros and cons to that. But we also don't have a lot of the oversight that, you know, mm-hmm. there or the regulation or control or whatever that there are in a lot of other esports. So, you know things will naturally be a little more volatile as people try to, you know, take advantage of the market the best they can.
0: And like or dislike leagues model however you want and I'm not saying this like this isn't like like it or hate it. It's so cool. It's like, no, it's just like there are pros to that approach and yeah. one of them is stability.
1: <coughs> yeah, I mean, that's why they do it. They they think that they they're trying to build a, a, their end goal is to build the most attractive market, right? The most attractive environment yeah. so they get the most money by attracting the, the best players and, you know, the most players and stuff like that. And so th- that's the way they want to approach it. And then this is just, you know, how Dota is. Yeah. But it is a little, since there's no league format and there's no a mandatory salary, it is very much dependent on like short term performance. Maybe that—I that, mean—that's a huge con to our system. It's very mm. dependent on how you perform in, like, even less than a year time scale, right? Like, unless yeah. you win TI and you have enough money to, like, travel around and, like, you know, eat and pay rent or whatever for a year, you have to, like, be getting something.
0: And if you win TI, but you don't like win it crazy hard, then they're going to kick you in favor of someone they <laughs> think is better.
1: Yep. Or, hey, even if you win TI. Hashtag Abby. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, that's... Yeah, the the Dota, like, I would like more stability in the Dota scene, but I can also see why that's not a thing that they're necessarily into. I don't know. I've, I've talked about it before on the podcast, so...
1: It's very much a valid thing, like, they're not putting out 50 blog posts a week saying how their format is the best, it's just, like, what it is, and it's evolving over time.
0: I mean... Okay, we're gonna put valve on blast again. Oh, it's it's valve blast minute, right? but like week, uh... the valve the valve style is like, what is the thing we could do that will require the least from us, and we don't have to care if it fucking shits the bed. Like I'm sorry, and I think I think like I think the majors are going well. I think it's pretty cool, but like the valve house style is like, what can we do and have to care about the least and put the least people on?
1: That is how it appears That is correct I don't necessarily People say that a lot about Valve I don't necessarily agree that that's Their like modus operandi I think it's obviously what it appears like And what it ends up being But like Valve are small And like in the end you have no idea How many people are working on Dota
0: They're not that small though
1: They are though Like Riot I mean, Games they're over not, like... a thousand employees Like
0: Compared to that they are small for sure um, and that's partially because they're just not hiring more people. They certainly have the money to. Um,
1: it's just, like, not what they're about.
0: So let's talk for a second about something that I think we all take for granted, right? Okay. Let's talk about the report system. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the fact that Dota 2 is, to my knowledge, the only game that uses this style of report system. League of Legends... All the other MOBAs, they don't use systems like this. I don't think anything else does.
1: I think you're right, yeah.
0: Maybe Counter-Strike Go does, but guess what? That's made by Valve. Yeah.
1: Well, in, you mean in that like you have a, a specified number of reports?
0: Precisely. So here's the thing, right? Here's the thing that we've all just sort of internalized and don't really think about. If someone is a being abusive, if someone is being shitty and behaving in a way that is toxic and volatile and hateful, you have to basically spend one of your lucky tickets in order to try and get them in trouble. (laughs) And think about that for a second. Think about the fact that That people can be shitty, and you literally cannot do a single thing to keep them from ruining other people's games if you're out of tickets. Think about that for a fucking second. The only reason it is like that is because Valve does not want to have staff dedicated to looking through this stuff, and I understand. That's a huge fucking commitment. But the current system is not built to serve the players. It is built to be as easy as possible for Valve to automate. I have gotten zero reports in a month now. And, like, look, you don't know me, listeners. You've listened to my podcast. Maybe you think I'm an okay guy. Maybe you think I'm a piece of garbage. Sounds I don't think like an asshole. But, like,. Take it for what you will when I say I have literally never reported anyone for playing badly, for outplaying me, or as a joke. I have only ever reported people when I thought they were being toxic and shitty. And I can't do that, and I haven't been able to for a month. And I encounter people who repeatedly, and a, a, a trigger warning, if you have people who have who have autism or are on the spectrum, but I am in matches with people where a person is screaming that everyone is re- retards and must have down syndrome for the entire match. And the match ends. And I click on the report button and says, Nope, you're out of reports. That guy gets to walk free. That's fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's angry. It w- even when you get the thing that says, Hey, we've taken action against someone you've reported. But recently there has been a drought of actual like refunded reports. I've experienced right? the same thing.
0: It's All it's just like I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they like manually refresh the number of reports you get. I don't know if some part of the like the algorithm that generates reports has broken down. I think Wickram I was like at the happening.
1: Valve office and he was like Looking for some Half Life 3 stuff because he's a Half Life 3 fan. And he ha- he went into this old back room and he accidentally hit a switch on the server that sends out the reports because they're not coming back.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, Seems I. It's a little weird. You know, as ever, right? Hi, my name is Colin. I am a single human being and not a legion. Anything Commander? I say is anecdotal. But. It really is, is, is hitting a point, and you know, I'm not going to threaten to quit Dota or anything, right? Like, hi, I make a Dota podcast. Obviously, I'm pretty far in. But, like, we need to call them out for shit like this, because Dota is a game that is run by a pretty tiny staff, all things considered, that work really hard and do an incredible job. And I think the only way they get more resources is if we put pressure on Valve to step the fuck up. Yeah, it's complicated. It's like it's complicated. It's very complicated. <laughs> yeah. It's very complicated, and I I know the situation is is not as not as straightforward as I'm making it out to be. But, but you know, what you're I know is your
1: feelings about it, which is right. What I you know what, what a lot I know is talked about.
0: I feel like I'm a pretty well-behaved player. Yeah. I feel like the report system does not serve me or my interests. I feel like it allows toxic players to walk free and continue to abuse other people. And I feel like we need a replacement for it. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Because it's so hard to know because, you know, you'll play with an asshole and then they will go off into the ether of cyberspace and for who sure. knows what actually happens to them. But, yeah, it's frustrating to not have any reports, even if they're just, like, fake reports. Like, hey, we gave this guy five tickets. They don't actually do anything, but
0: makes you feel Or even just, like, okay, like, if you want to keep your report system with, like, limited reports, give me, like, a way to thumbs up and thumbs down people. And then, you know, again, it could literally not do anything. You could just remember. And, like, if I click on their profile, it'll be like, you gave this person a thumbs down (laughs) and only show that to me don't tell me that it doesn't affect fucking anything, I would still feel better about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's frustrating to see, like... I mean, even... It's like a real-life thing,
0: people being assholes and
1: nothing happening.
0: Yeah. Feels bad, man. Maybe I'll stick to Persona 5, where I can invade people's <laughs> minds and change them to be better. Mind crush? It's a good game. Uh, so you wanted to talk about smurfing drama...
1: There was a little bit of a hubbub on Reddit about, you know, Wagamama, cause he streams a lot. He's like a popular guy. He's 8K. His main account is 8K. But he has like a literal 30 minute queues, 50 minute queues, 80 minute queues when he tries to queue in North America, cause I think that's where he is. And so he smurfs and, well, it's almost, you don't even have to intentionally Smurf these days because Valve has consistently lowered the calibration, the upper limit of calibration for MMR. And so mm-hmm. now you can only calibrate at 3.5k. Colin, I'm 3.5k. I am not Wakamama.
0: <laughs> like... Hang hang up, uh, Nick? Yep. Are you Wakamama? Fuck. <laughs> you know, that's Japanese for selfish.
1: Hello everybody, please check out my Templar Assassin. What what is his accent? That's not what I it's what? vaguely Eastern European, is it not? No, he's he's from the Netherlands, isn't he? I think what? he's from the Netherlands.
0: Apparently he's from Serbia, Nick. What I was
1: that? It was it was the most fake, nondescript Eastern European
0: bullshit I could come up with. I, I mean I just I just give shade because I can't do any accents at all. So, whatever. Denmark? I, that I think he's right. Danish.
1: That sounds right. But I I don't know if I can do a Danish accent. And I'm not going to try. But there was some drama because he was smurfing. People were like, hey, he's ruining games. And then people were like, hey, if he wants to make a new account, he literally can't go higher than 3.5k. And let me tell you, as a 3.5k player, which I can't believe I am, we, we are garbage people
0: also. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I uh and I,
1: I I have no solution or like honestly opinion about it, but just wanna like bring it up cuz it's a thing that happens when like you have these people like tons of 9k people, not tons relatively many i high MMR people and then maybe they're pro players who only occasionally solo queue and it's like what what exactly do you do? How does one matchmake? Matchmaker, matchmaker.
0: Yeah, it seems like a pretty... I mean, you know, in in Waga's situation specifically, I can think of some possible solutions. Like, I mean, he's popular enough that he could be like, hey, I'm going to play a game. I need nine (laughs) followers or subscribers to play a game with me, right? He could do that. Um, But that's, that's, I mean, that's some work on his end. He probably doesn't want to do that. And he's not actually, like, testing himself necessarily.
1: Though he isn't at 3.5K either, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Uh, yeah, it's like no, know. those those games must be really hard for I him. Mean, he, and I mean, he you know, ran like, them sometimes
1: and does bullshit, but still he's, yeah, he's good I at
0: Yeah. I mean game. like he you know, absolutely. He is a skilled player, but like he's there to entertain people, right? Yeah. He's there to I make think it. probably Oolah. Right. He's he's there to engage with his audience. And I think actually like Hey Waga, that's actually pr- you can have that idea because hey, you want to get people to subscribe to you. A good way is if you subscribe to me, you have a chance to play a private match with me. People would like that. Um, Maybe maybe he's already thought. Maybe he he actually does that. It
1: seems like a common thing.
0: Yeah, that seems like actually just a really sensible thing to do. Um, (laughs) Guys, I just invented this idea. You get shoes and put wheels on them. Twitch TV slash roller skates.
1: Wow. (laughs) We're gonna have to patent this before you put out this podcast
0: king of independent invention over here Colin, um, i have
1: this idea for a medium of uh, like media distribution where you actually record your voices perhaps as like a conversation and then you release it online for people to listen to perhaps on the go perhaps at a nick. desktop
0: nick that's called twitter
1: oh yeah oh uh, maybe next time Maybe next time.
0: Anyway, yeah, I don't know. This is a, this is one of those problems that I don't know a great solution to. And, yeah. like, I mean, probably something needs to be done, but also maybe not. I mean, it kind of sucks it just for kind people of brings like Waka. But yeah. it's such a small percentage of the population that <laughs> it's like, I don't who, know.
1: Who cares? But at the same time, like, how are you, when you're in this MMR system with an unlimited cap, how does one deal with the upper, the, like, very... Mm-hmm top echelon of people
0: i don't know well and you know we've talked about before how once you get to a certain level of skill gaining mmr is purely a factor of time Mm -hmm. um and maybe we need to do something about that right i don't know maybe maybe there needs to be a ceiling it's
1: like literally like not even jokingly needs some like purge math applied by which i Mm -hmm. mean like you need to have an economic or like some sort of mathematical analysis
0: what yeah, is the former fr- financial minister of Greece doing? <laughs> he used to work in for Valve. Him. He'll come back. Got
1: him. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on to some more general things. Do you want to yeah. speak at all about the sentence you blurted out to me right before we started recording, and I'm going to ambush you with, about wanting to be better at Dota?
0: I mean, only because you brought it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I enjoy dota obviously and no. i like getting better at games i like to improve at games and i would like to be good at games um i don't think there are the only game in the world that i think i could possibly claim to be in the top one percent of players in is super puzzle fighter 2 and that's really <laughs> not much to claim but seriously i will fuck you super up puzzle um fighter. yeah it's like a it's like a battle tetris kind of thing it's oh. good um but, so, for a while now, I've like it'd be nice if I was better at Dota. I'm playing an eighty two l. It'd be nice if I was a better captain. It'd be nice if I was a better support player, but I also have limited free time. I work full time, I walk to and from work, and that's a lot of travel time. I have a dog, I write, I make podcasts, and I'm just like i I don't want to spend the time to get better at Dota too, right? Yeah. And I I recently have had the itch again and just be like, no, no, I want to put in the time. I can be better than I am now. I would like to be enough that I want to put in the time again. So,
1: yeah, I've had, I I think I've had the same kind of thing where it's like, there's naturally an ebb and flow to how much you actually enjoy Dota, but then there's also the enjoyment of like, I guess the grind you would call it, of like actually Mm -hmm. sucking and then improving like seeing improvement like i used to not play i I don't play that much solo queue to be honest but i used to not solo queue almost at all and then like after i had played enough party queue that my solo mmr was not at all representative of how good i actually was i like started playing every once in a while and like it's just you know the ego number i call it but like at the same time Okay, cool. It's it's cool to see that like a number goes up. It's a good like sanity check for like, hey,
0: I have actually gotten
1: better over time. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I just like I want to be more reliable, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're and, like and that's
1: support super like selfless player basically. That's like your style,
0: and you want to like well, buff and that... people. And that kind of transitions into our next category, right, <laughs> which is um you suck I, at playing carry, I suck at playing <laughs> carry, and it's it 's partially because i 'm not great at farming because i haven 't practiced farming, right but Farm that 's not like i'm not i 'm not absolutely atrocious, right like no i mean you're... we played a game the other night, yeah. I played Windranger Ranger mid, and I won my lane um well, I won the mid-game. Yeah, I lost my lane. Did. It was a Medusa who got every bounce. <laughs> um, but I won the mid-game pretty, pretty well. I was farming pretty decently. The problem is that I can't play carry anymore because I don't think like a carry. Yeah. And once upon a time, when I was starting out in Dota, I was, like, super lacking in confidence. And I was like, I'm going to play a support because how badly can I fuck up, really? Um, I wanted to play mids. I wanted to play Wind Ranger and Invoker and Lena. I would love to play a lone druid. Like, I wanted to play these, like, really wrecker heroes, right? Mm. And I was like, but that's for later. Right now, we're going to get comfortable with the game. We're going to work up our confidence, and we're going to play support. And that's just not what I want anymore. And when I do play those heroes, when I do play a Windranger mid, even if I am in the mid game doing well, farming well, executing well in fights, I lose it because the instincts that made me a support are not just force of habit from play. It's the way I think. I see a teammate in trouble and I want to help. And I will make stupid decisions because I want to help. You see someone getting ganked by four heroes
1: and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get shackle two people and I might body block enough with Windrun to be able to save the dazzle position five. Oh no, I'm position two, what have I
0: done? And there's and like there's still a part of me that's like, it's, I can get out of this, it's fine, <laughs> we'll both get out. But like, it's not like I think that's 100%, right? I think like, this is 60-40, 60% I make this work, 40% it fails and we both die. But that's worth it, right? No. As a carry, that's bad math. As a carry, unless it's like 90-10. And even then, that's questionable. (laughs) You don't do it. And I just... I I can't be that guy. I can't do it anymore. I have to... You've been so heavily brainwashed and programmed by the support life. Oh, no. It's so much truer to who I was even before I played Dota. Yeah. I want to help my friends. And if someone if I take a punch to the face in the process, that's fine. I want to help my friends. Um,
1: yeah. And so I, mean, I can't
0: really play carry anymore.
1: <laughs> whereas other people, I mean, like me, basically I see my friends and like, I basically farm them for like, when I was in school, I farmed them for like homework solutions or like mm. during a test, I'd be like, okay, like I farmed enough for their homework solutions. Now I'm going to like cash in all of them so that like I, I get a good grade and my, uh, i my grade goes up my GPA goes up because i have to have a high gpa to you know attract people to my my stream of friends so you know some people are just different
0: i realize i've set you up for failure here nico by making (laughs) it sound like my position's all noble but let's be real here right uh, no let's let's be real for a second right if i get hit in the face helping my friend pretty good odds (laughs) that no one needed to get punched there that was super unnecessary Like, my instinct to help is not always a great thing, and sometimes it's better to know to back off and let your friends (laughs) deal with their own problems because they know their problems better than you do. That's what carries do. (laughs) This Rubik knows he's going to die. He doesn't need me to show up and, and like, make a flashy display before he does so. I'm going to go do better things with my time. He doesn't need to be, be play hero. Is quickly
1: turning into garbage. This is me and analogies, man. Yeah. I mean that's me in this podcast. I am <laughs> I my catchphrase, if I have a catch I think we I need a catchphrase. We'll put it up is uh it's garbage. I mean, you pretty know, we could revise like... the iTunes description, right? <laughs> Bottle car we born? a Dodo Two podcast. I'm Nixie. It's Garbage And this is garbage <laughs> joining me today. We should probably do when this is garbage. Shouldn't this that's is garbage. <laughs> i'll just i'll get a sound clip so instead of like wow it'll just be and this is garbage oh
0: boy we (laughs) use that way too much yeah i don't know it's it's i see people who just like swap roles a bunch and i don't know how they do it and i wonder if it's just because none of them like none of the roles click with them on a deep psychological level i think it's it's probably
1: more just like some people prefer to do different things in the game and also like i don't think that's at all at least for me that has never been constant like these days i play mostly carry but i actually really enjoy going full support too, like full position six like i'm gonna have arcane boots at 30 minutes hopefully if i'm rich i i Mm. really enjoy that too at the same time like i'm so much worse than, like, you are because you're, like, dedicated support. Like, I can definitely tell that, like, boy, I just don't have, like, the blanks filled in there as much as you do, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's not that, like... I don't feel like nothing clicks with me.
0: It's just that I enjoy it all. Hmm. That's just me, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like we could get into, like, sometimes you see, like, a pro... Player change roles, and you mm. can see the mindset not adjust. And but that seems like a, a bigger topic. Oh, you so. see fear playing, and it's just
1: like, hey, yeah, he can do this too. Oh yeah, he can just do anything. Oh right, like, he is the Dota God. Yeah, and I mean, we could envy. talk about this for yeah. like a while because it's like also mm-hmm. a psychological thing, and it influences like how you actually
0: freaking go about designing the game too, probably. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to close out this episode. This, this is this is not like this is the last five minutes. This will take longer than that. Um, we're going to talk about techies. The trouble with
1: techies. This was my topic. Uh, I brought it up for a few reasons. We'll see. But he's, you know, he got this huge change, pretty huge change in 7, where he used to have remote mines. Or, uh, what the heck? His queue. What was it? What did he, used he used to have, have land mind? mines. Land mines, yes. That was his queue. And you used to be able to just stack those just like you can stack remotes. And it would just insta-kill someone. And then they removed that and said like, hey, okay, we'll buff this skill, but you can't just stack mines here. Like, you can still do that with remotes, certainly. And that's a huge part of Techie's like identity. But changing his Q so you couldn't stack really did change like what you even pick a Techie's for. Like, what his role is in the game. And, you know, he's gotten a few changes. And then in 7.05 they made it so that you know you probably know if you'll listen to this there's a little sound that plays now it's like a boom that happens when you run into the radius of a proximity mine. they're now called and I, I honestly think that it might not matter below 4k <laughs> to be honest because people like on one hand are like what the heck is that or like ah where the heck is this coming from and i mean wh- I think when we did our patch special we said like what the heck you have a second and a half to right click a techies mine after it appears to get like the gold wow now you just feed gold as techies but what actually ends up happening is that you get tons and tons of kills because people are just walking along the map and then like this noise appears and this thing appears in front of you and you panic like oh god what's happened even if you know you know there's a techies and you're prepared you have to like constantly be thinking about it and that's just not something that people do
0: below 4K very often. I played a match last night against a techies. Um, and early game, he was an ATM. Those mines were so much money for me. Because I was like, I would hear the noise and I would back out and then come back in and pay more attention to the angle of the approach. And I would get the ward and that's 50 gold. I did that over and over, right? Yeah. And then their pudge started roaming hardcore. And you had more than one thing to worry about? I had more than one thing to worry about, but also I don't I don't know if they were a stack or if it was just really amazing like cooperation. But they set up situations where I had choices, right? Where the choice was like walk into the mines or dodge the hook. <laughs> or no I mean walk away from mines or dodge the hook. You can't do both. And it's like, oh fuck. Or like <laughs> I had situations where I could have dewarded the mines but the support following behind me was not paying attention and would body block me into the mines. <laughs> um, there were there was a point where we were going after the pudge, and he was behind me. We walked through the trees, and I heard the sound and tried to turn around and got body blocked, and I went on mic and said, we're both dead, and we both died instantly. I like- think
1: I remember <laughs> that. I may have been in a like-
0: Maybe not. No, you were not. No, but okay. maybe, maybe I've done. It's I've probably, probably done that before. That's a, that's a very common move. Yeah, just, just like, like oh, we're God. dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is, it is matter overdone. of fact, just like oh, we're gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Goodbye, my people need like, me. Proximity mines hit so hard.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like seven fifty magic damage now, level four. I think Pretty it's dead. physical.
0: Physical? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably. It's it's savage. Um, and it's. Really good, and not good like strong though it is very strong. But I I think it's really healthy. Um, really? and I think yeah, okay. no, I think I think the way Techies is right. At least judging by the one match I have had with seven point zero five Techies, where he kicked shit out of us, and he deserved to. We were not a good team. Um, and the rest of their team was playing well, and a whole bunch of things happened there, right? But like. Over the course of that match, I saw a techie start out not knowing how to deal with a 7.05 change and then adapting and wrecking us, and I liked it a lot. I didn't like that it was happening to me. I was not super happy, but when I look back on that match, I say, no, I think that's basically what should have happened.
1: And that's like, for me, that's what makes Dota Dota. It's not like that, oh, you're constantly having fun when you're getting hooked by a 5K HP Pudge, but when you are the 5K HP Pudge, holy shit. It is so fun
0: to me and you have disagreed with this before i expect you to again um i'm not as like i want to have fun personally i don't think fun is what is good for dota generally i mean often fun comes along with what is good for dota what's good for it <laughs> oh. what's good for dota is things that are interesting
1: i it's think things we're that mincing
0: words hmm? fun and interesting What's the difference? The difference is that interesting things can be super unfun. Interesting things are like rupture. Like rupture's not fun, are you fucking high? Oh, rupture's, rupture's so awful. Fun. You you make someone screwed if they run away from you. While you're becoming a race Rupture gun. it rupture is decently fun for Bloodseeker miserable for the victim yeah. that's a net negative on the fun ratio that doesn't <laughs> matter it's interesting <sighs> it's fun as or, well, so or uh, let's uh, say other examples uh, the current iteration of craggy exterior Oh yeah, that's like now that it doesn't do to range people anymore unless they're standing at point blank I have no more complaints about craggy exterior that's perfect that's great that's really frustrating but it's interesting <laughs> techies minds again like the fact that it makes the noise like guess what it doesn't magically appear like if you are walking through trees and you step into the race radius of a proximity mine it doesn't appear you don't see it if it's on the other side of the tree you just hear the you're fucked sound yeah that's great that's fantastic i think it's mm. i think these are that's the kind of thing i want i want things that are like That add elements to the game that are complicated and considered, I don't need them to be fun.
1: I think they are fun.
0: I think they can be. You
1: are describing Purge's idea of fun. Are you not. I'm t-
0: I'm just gr- and like and day Nine's idea of fun, yeah. right? Like getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, some people are masochists and I think that's wonderful. I think it's great that there are people who can get off on pain and I really like that's <laughs> wonderful mean, for them. I mean like more but like that is the not the common conception like, of fun
1: in unique concepts. That's what I mean. Not that like the obviously like oh I'm an earth shaker with an ax so I'm going to f- dunk you. Like that's fun. the, the But I I think so are more like less loud things in the game, basically. I think that's for me, I would call that fun. Like the things you were talking about being interesting,
0: that interest is like a kind of fun. I think I mostly agree, but I don't think I like I don't know. I think if you don't find Craigie exterior fun, do you? Uh, it depends Like in situ- absolutely in situations
1: like if I'm a tiny and I'm blinking on a carry who's stronger than me and like I did my combo and then I'm wailing on him and then he thinks like oh I'm a farmed anti-mage he rolls up his non-existent sleeves he like puts his abyssal blade on me and then he goes to attack me and he stuns himself for two seconds that is hilarious that's fun Maybe it's just like Yeah, I don't know.
0: Going after one example, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like the difference to me the difference between interesting and fun is that interest can be at the expense of the other person. Fun should like in game design, fun should generally be fun all around. It doesn't have to be fun I for disagree. everyone, but it should be a net positive. I disagree. This well, is just wait, this is just a terminology fun thing. Th- We're not disagreeing. Probably <laughs> We're not disagreeing on what we think should happen. We're just disagreeing on how to phrase it. And that's not interesting. So? Well,
1: so I I put this thing in the notes. Uh, League of Legends will talk about anti-fun. They removed the last mana break, or, like, mana burn ability, I think, like, a year or two before I left. Because it was anti-fun, right? Because it takes away the ability to cast spells, which are fun. But, like, mana burn is fun. What would Animage be without mana burn? He'd be, like, a pretentious dude who has, like, some unwieldy, like, ridiculously unrealistic weapons. I don't know. I don't... Well, Nick, okay. I think we both agree, because we play Dota. We don't buy into the idea of anti-fun, and that, like, oh, if something is not fun to the enemy that you're doing it towards, it shouldn't be in the game. Right? We agree on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I didn't think we disagreed.
0: We're probably I think, missing words. You're probably I right. think probably, I mean, like, imagine how much better Anti-Mage would be if, instead of Mana Break, I don't know, you gave him a passive that, like, made him do more damage, but then you could activate it, and it would hit harder for a couple of seconds, and then go away, and, like, you took away his Mana Bar, and he just had cooldowns, and... I'm just trying to trigger Nick right now. You um, are... <laughs> Mage. All right, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. This has been Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota, a Dota 2, podcast. two podcast.
1: And I'm Nick yes. Cease.
0: yes, that is Nick Cease. And you this can is find garbage. Nick Cease on Twitter. You can. you can go to We Like Sleeves if you yeah. want. Um, I'm at six two six four on Twitter. And this is Bottle Crow, a
1: Dota Two podcast. And
0: I'm Nick. Nick you Cease. have to stop. I'm trying to try to close things down. You have to stop now. Uh, you can find Bottle Crow on. Twitter at at BottleCrow. You can send us questions or comments to Reborn at gmail.com. might read them on air if they're good. You can give us any rating or reviews you want to on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. It would help us spread the word about the show. I want to give a big thanks to Reddit User Pomodi for use of his harmonies of a new Blue Music Pack, which is our intro and outro music on this show, and you can also purchase in-game. I think that's probably it for this week. Um, We will check you guys next time
1: on bottle crow a Dota but before two podcast. we go
0: before we go nick before we go let me ask you the real question oh let me ask let me let it's me get real after dark do you think that monkey king should be able to transform into a techie's mind the madman no man should have that power but what about a monkey? That's it for us tonight, folks. We'll see you next time. I'm Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast,
1: and I'm Nick Cease. Thank you,
0: Nick. <laughs> yes, thank thank, thank you, Nick.